welcome to I want I want to call this like the relaunch of the A Day's Work podcast because we we've done it for a while but it's been very sporadic but uh, we're committed now to doing this once a week and talking about all things us which is super narcissistic but <laughs> well yeah I mean <laughs> who else is going to talk about us we're gonna, as good as we can do yeah just talking about the book the comics we have a lot of stuff coming up uh, in the realm of A Day's Work. But, I mean, the big thing right now is we're just, we're about a week removed from Comic-Con uh, in yes. San Diego. Uh, I didn't was, go this year, but you but you did. I did. And it was, uh, it's funny because as we're recording this, I'm looking at my fake watch. And it, this is right about the time, give or take a few, an hour or two, California time, where we were on the panel. Well, you uh, were on the panel. You say we. Well, yes. I wasn't, I wasn't well, there. We, I was we, there in you, spirit. You were. I was going <laughs> to Skype you in, but... Oh God! Uh, maybe that would have worked. I don't know. So, I mean, last year we 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 launched a day's work at Comic Con 2016 with Stan Lee, which still I was looking at the pictures uh, today. I was going through some of our, our stuff, and, and I was just like, Jesus! Like that was a year ago, and it feels it still feels surreal. So this year, no Stan for us. Not <laughs> no Stan for us, but we had uh, some good guys along the way. We had. Uh, Fabian, the uh, co-creator of Deadpool, was on the panel. Fabian Nicieza, uh, yep. Yep. Uh, we also had his brother Mariano, who, as uh, some of you may know, Chris knows uh, very well. He's the uh, owner, the founder, the guy, the man in charge of Apex Comics. Uh, great guy. He was okay. there promoting his stuff. Can, can we talk about kind of the, the other difference before we talk? I'll, I'll cut you off because that's what I like okay. to do. All right, now, just we, cut me off. <laughs> I'm going to cut you off because I just want people to kind of um, – know the, the story to a degree i mean we were with shatner singularities william shatner's label mm-hmm. and then uh that's what mariano ran it mariano is a formerly of marvel comics just been in the comic book industry for 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 let's say forever make him sound old he's he's 18 years old now uh <laughs> he's but, only 15 but uh so you know and, and then shatner singularity was the name of the label and it's just over the last year it's kind of mr shatner wanted to take it in a different direction and Mariano still wanted to have a home for us and for his book, Phaser Universe. And he's also got like three or four other books that, that are, you know, he's excited about and we're excited about and it's all going to be coming out. And so we kind of regrouped and rebranded and Mariano formed Apex Comics Group. And that, that was really what the panel was. It was the Apex Comics Group panel uh, that Tim was on with everybody. So I'll let you continue. I just wanted to make sure people understood what was going on. If, if they've been following us for a year for, since last Comic-Con, they'd be like, wait a minute, where's William Shatner? Be like, he, wait, what's going on? He went back to teach at Starfleet Academy. Um, yes, he's getting ready for the new show. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's going to be on Star Trek Discovery as Old Kirk. Oh, no. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, I know, it's a prequel series. Scratch that. Oh, it's a prequel. It? That so. doesn't make any sense. Scratch that. Fetus Kirk. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't follow. I don't follow Star Trek that closely anymore. I, I know there's I a new no show coming idea. out. Yeah, Star Trek Discovery. But so anyway, so you're on the panel. Mariano, his brother Fabian, co-creator of Deadpool. Who else is on the panel? Uh, we had uh, Rackfest, one of the team members from Rackfest. Uh, we had a Card.com team member. Uh, we had um, Stanley's Box Boulevard. Uh, the one lady was there for that, uh, and uh, Mr. Matt Murray from Pow Entertainment. Uh, if you're not sure who he is. Feel free to, after this podcast, of course, go check out the two-parter uh, I did with him. Uh, awesome guy. Soup, like, that guy is just, just a, a, he's an encyclopedia. The guy's got all his knowledge in his brain. Uh, really awesome conversation. But, yeah, 
uh, it was a full house up there. And then we had two more people from, uh, who were doing a book on the apex label. Uh, their names at the moment escape me, but they are doing stuff with, uh, zombies and Nazis. I think it is. Yes. Zombies versus Nazis, uh, which is something else that, uh, is part of the apex team that's in development right now. Yeah, there's so much in the in the hopper for Apex, and and forgive Tim's memory because we both have toddlers. It's late at night. Uh, we really wanted to do this, <laughs> and uh, we're so, doing it tonight. So if our memory our memory slips on names, we apologize. But I want to send two two shout outs. First, like you said to Matt Murray, who we met at Comic Con 2016. It's awesome. Uh, he works directly with Stan Lee at Power Entertainment. Like he he's really he was instrumental in in the. You know the relationship between Mariano and Fabian and Stan to get Stan Lee's God Woke created. It's now an award-winning book, of course, because it's multiple, Stan. multiple, multiple awards. Yeah, sorry, multiple awards. <laughs> I will be shot in my sleep if I get that wrong. <laughs> I actually got to see the one of the medals that they won. Mariano, they won a medal. Yeah, did it win, did it win the graphic out, novel man. Olympics? <laughs> yeah, it, like it. It was like a shock put, I guess, or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was the but heaviest I, book. They just threw it in some sand. <laughs> oh, and uh, that's oh, awesome. don't damage the covers. Leather. Um, <laughs> so but yeah, like he took out the metal. You know, it was it's pretty legit setup. Was Matt uh, wearing the metal? Was he wearing Matt, it? No, no, oh. Matt was not wearing Legally, it. Legally, he can't. Legally, no, it's... <laughs> only Stan can wear it. Yeah, it's like uh, the Stanley Cup. It gets passed around to everybody. <laughs> Excelsior, this thing is heavy. <laughs> and yes, Matt did say that during the panel and i nearly lost my uh, he said excelsior oh yeah i nearly lost it when he said that legally is he allowed to say that um does he have to give sand like a stand a nickel every time he says it well if it was a nickel it was well worth it <laughs> a nickel because i'm 93 years old too like stan oh that? here's here's a nickel little boy i love stan i could still still boggles my mind that we were sitting five feet away from him and shook his hand and pictures with him yeah I, I'm still uh, like I, you know, I shook Stanley's hand. Like what? No, like the ten-year-old me who was drawing from the Stanley how to draw the Marble Way book it was like, oh my god. And then the the thirty-four-year-old, yeah, thirty-four-year-old at the time was going, oh my god, Stanley <laughs> just shook my hand. Uh, it was it was intense. I still, you know, still a topic of many of my conversations. Yeah, I was just on. Um... Another podcast, a very amazing podcast called Comic Book Club Live, uh, about two weeks ago, and the episode came out this week. Uh, my buddy Pete LePage, who's my improv instructor, coming up through the uh, improv program at the Pit in New York City, he's got his podcast. It's on the Nerdist Network with his co-host Justin Tyler and Alex Albin. And, shout out to Nerdist. Yeah, shout out to Nerdist, and um, yeah, we, they, they've all had experience with Stan too. Alex works for TV Guide, so he's interviewed Stan for things and, and just. They've been doing Comic Book Club Live for almost 10 years. I think 10 years now as a podcast. I mean, they've had interactions with Stan. It's just like, you don't forget your interaction with Stan. Like, it's one of those things. It's like the birth of my child, meeting Stan Lee, marrying my wife. Like, <laughs> oh, so wait, Stan Lee's number two, huh? Marrying my wife in a distant third because she won't listen to this ever. So, uh, she won't you listen never to this podcast. Know. No, she won't do it. I, I will, I will bet you money. She will not listen to it. But you're going to bet me a nickel. I bet you a nickel. Yeah, I got a nickel lying around. But um, yeah, it's just um, yeah. I keep thinking about like like we'll talk about this in every episode. So if you don't want to hear us talking about Stanley, don't listen to this podcast. Ever <laughs> yeah, just again. fast forward or something. Um, but also an, these kids do. <laughs> another uh, shout out goes to the folks at Rackfest who I, I haven't met yet, but 
you know, personally, but they've really been kicking ass on social media. Uh, we have some prints available on Rackfest, correct? Correct. We have some prints. Uh, we're going to have a lot more stuff up there very soon. Uh, I had some great conversations and, uh, you know, there's some really awesome opportunities with those guys. And yeah, shout out to the Rackfest team for being awesome, totally professional, funny, the whole nine yards. Uh, these guys are great. Check them out. Rackfest.com. Check yeah. them out. And check out all their social media pages, Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook. They've just been sharing, sharing, sharing stuff for Apex and us. And uh, they work with a lot of professional athletes too, a couple models. Like they work with a lot of a lot of great folks, and and you know helping them get their merchandise out there. Because I mean, there's just there's there's so much content in the world, <laughs> there's so much content uh, in comics and celebrities and everything, and just like trying to laser focus your stuff and, and get it. You know, if you want to sell it, especially in one spot, is hard to do. And, and Rackfest really seems to like have the process, uh, you know, in hand, and they know what they're doing. So. This is one big commercial for Rackfest, this podcast. <laughs> that's what now. it's turning into, it's but Stan it's Lee, a really cool setup. Stanley, Rackfest, and Nichols. That's our three sponsors tonight. <laughs> none, of, none of them are actually sponsors. But that's going to be a really weird post uh, <laughs> or picture, rather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll make one up. The A Day's Work Podcast, brought to you by Nichols. Are you still using them? Like, no, I'm not. Why? <laughs> Please stop. Um, so, so what, I mean, they talked about God woke. They talked, we talked, you talked about a day's work. I hope I wasn't there. There's no proof of it. You might oh, not have. Sure. Well, you might've blacked about out. That. You might've been blackout drunk. I don't know. Um, what, what else kind of, uh, was talked about in the panel? Anything new and exciting that I'm not even aware of? Um, just basically what's going on in the land of apex. Uh, you know, when I gave my little speech, my little, my little blurb, uh, we talked about Instagram, how we're going to do some cool stuff in the future, uh, how we have some stuff in the hopper, uh, you know, check us out, all that good stuff. Issues one through five are available on Comixology, which I did, uh, stop by the Comixology booth again, another great company, killer booth again. Uh, really cool. They had some cool signings there from some of the artists. Uh, maybe one day that'll be us. Well, you uh, did, we'll you did a signing. Did yeah, you we not? did. I did. Well, I did the, with uh, with Mariano yep. at the Factory Entertainment booth. Another Correct. plug. <laughs> yep, Factory Entertainment <laughs> guys are awesome. Uh, Can we change the name of this podcast to the Plug Factory podcast? Yeah, yeah. the doing. Plug Factory. Uh, no, but I mean it's it's all pretty cool because in the, sh- the short amount of time we've been with Mariano, man, we just we've had so many awesome connections and conversations and met some really awesome people, and it's almost like our family's growing too. And it's uh, it's nice to see. Yeah, it's been great working with him. Uh, we spent some also some time with him at the New Jersey uh, Comic Expo. Con Expo, New Jersey yeah. Comic yeah. Expo last yeah. November. That was the last con we were at together. We, we're gonna our our plan is to you know get out to more cons. We're starting kind of local. We're we're based in Jersey. If, if you're new to us and new to the show, so I mean we want to we're keeping on the East Coast. We're gonna you know keep the ball rolling and hoping we'll get to more cons. San Diego, of course. I mean you got to make it to San Diego. I, I'd like to get to New York this year. Last year we didn't have a presence in New York. You went out to L.A. for Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic Con. Correct. Um, was, there, was there any talk with Mariana this year about New York at all? I mean I know you guys had some comments um, that come up at all. You know I we didn't have a lot of time together because he was off doing meetings and I was actually off in a couple of randomness and random meetings. But um, there was some back and forth of of uh, New York Comic Con, trying to get together with some uh, some friends, some buddies in the industry, and maybe have like I don't know, just a presence there somehow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, after all, it is in our backyard. 
New York Comic Con, it's, you know, when you think Comic Con, it's San Diego and it's New York. You know, it's like the NL, two are almost NLA side now. by side. Yeah. NLA. NLA is right. just coming up now with Stan doing it. Stan throwing his yeah. weight behind it. Stan throwing a couple of nickels behind the Oh, <laughs> the old nickels. I'm stuck on old timey currency tonight. Again, toddler. Very tired. I'm, <laughs> I'm running on I'm running on a Wendy's Frosty and a, and just some sugar. <laughs> oh, well, what are you running? What ki- on? Wait, what kind of what kind of uh, Wendy's Frosty? Is if it you the drink, or the chocolate. If if you eat anything but chocolate, then I don't want to know you. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I don't know who you are. Please Mr. shut this podcast off and don't li- read our comic book. No, click. Um... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Read our book. I don't care. Read our book. Nope. Nope. I'm super anti Vanilla Frosty. Um. Yeah. So, the, the, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, to be in New York Comic Con. I know we've got uh, our buddy Wilson Ramos, who's a member of uh, uh, works on Team Kaiju. Is that how you say it? Yes. That's how you say it. The Japanese kind of uh, style book, with like monsters and robots and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'm a fan of monsters and I'm a fan of robots. And, and I'm a fan I of mean, Wilson's. Wilson's a cool dude. And we, Wilson's we, got some cool stuff. We met him last year at, uh, the ex, again, the Jersey Expo, and he does the lettering on our book, correct? Yeah, it, he's he's been in the industry for a long, 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 long time. Uh, not to date him or anything, but he's done some really amazing stuff. Uh, if you ever get a chance, look him up. Uh, the stuff he's done is pretty impressive. Good freelancer, uh, funny dude. It, and it, you know, uh, speaking of funny, it's, it's odd because we have these conversations all the time, whether it's on Skype or it's uh, you know, via email or something. And when we were at the New Jersey Comic Con, that was the first time I know I did. I'm pretty sure you too, Chris. That's the first time we got to meet Wilson. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, guy I know really well on the emails. Like, it's good to put <laughs> name to the face. <laughs> We've been working with him for like six months at the time, like letter in the book. I think we had like two or three issues in the can at the time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and I know he, him and his team, Kaiju guys, I know they had a booth at New York last year. So maybe we jump on that and just have like a little end table. We'll, br- yeah, we'll a bring a snack eight tray. Guys. We'll bring a yeah. sector eight. Yeah, we'll bring a little snack tray and just put a couple of T-shirts and some prints on and <laughs> sit there in our, you know, our Disney T-shirts. I might still have my old Batman Returns tray when I was a kid <laughs> at my parents' house. I'll just get that. It's cool. Is it's it like Batman. kid size? Is it like oh kids? yeah, oh. oh yeah, oh yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Not an adult size snack. No, <laughs> it's totally kid size. I remember sitting out in the living room, and you know, we eat dinner out there, and got the little tray. You know, you sit on the ground, you, you put, get you eat your little food, branded, watch your TV. I, I don't remember that branded snack tray. Is that I'd want. Oh, I want to yeah. see that. I want to see it just for nostalgia purposes. But that would be amazing if, like, they were like, "Oh hey, yeah, we're, we're Sector Eight Comics, we're Team Kaiju," but like. Who are those guys at the Batman snack tray? Be like, oh, those are our friends. Uh, oh, that's that's a day's work. Duh. They have a comic book and they're poor. Like, hi. <laughs> they work for nickels, apparently. <laughs> the one guy's a real weirdo about nickels. Uh, I was very tired one night. Please stop bringing that up. Um, <laughs> He's a freak for nickels. Uh, yeah, so I mean, and that that's the biggest thing because we're a digital book. We're not in comic shops right now. It's it's a goal of ours to kind of you know keep this thing going, keep the ball rolling and eventually have some printed copies specifically for cons mm-hmm. and, to, and to hand out so people can kind of see it uh, and, and hold it. Cause I mean, I've, we've been talking recently, I've done some research and read some articles like print comic sales have not really dipped at all, despite the rise of, of digital, like people and collectors and everything like, like having that physical comic book in your hand. And you and I both grew up with this and, and continue. I mean, I continue to buy, to buy them occasionally, you know, just it's just something about having it in your hand and reading it, 
you know, you can read the story in, in, in digital and you can see the art and it's great art and everything, but I don't know, there's just something about holding it in your hand that just makes it like the comic book experience and like the being a collector. Do you feel the same way? Oh, I'm a hundred percent the same way. I mean, it's to have an actual tangible book, it's, you know, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that's, that's, Hey, look, this is my comic book. Um, you know, having a digital book is awesome. Uh, but I'm, I'm a print guy through and through. I mean, I'm a designer. I went to school for print. Uh, so not having a print book right now is a little weird to me sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> it doesn't feel real occasionally. You're like, yeah, I have a comic yeah. book. Be like, let me see it. Be like, let me get well, my iPad out. <laughs> it's a link. I'll send you the link. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but it, it's cool. Like I said, it's cool, but weird at the same time. Cause we're, yeah. we're old men in our mid thirties. <laughs> yeah. I remember comics were a nickel. But, we, um, we got into the industry kind of late in our mid thirties. Like Stan's hey, in his nineties. <laughs> the point is, is we got in there. We're we in got there. in the industry. Feet are in but, the door. The door. You know, there are plans. You know, for future cons to do yeah. maybe like a little one-off book just for cons, and you know, just something to hand out. I mean, there's always ideas. There's always options. It's just a matter of figuring out and running with it. Yeah. And uh, so another thing. Uh, about Comic Con, let's talk enough about ourselves because we're narcissists. But oh, no, um, keep going. <laughs> but a lot, you, you took a lot of great photos and shot some Instagram stories and stuff for our social media while you were there. And the the biggest thing, and I know you're a huge fan, and I know you were late. You were late to the party on this show. That's fair to say. Oh, I was horribly late. <laughs> There's no excuse. I'm going to slap my hand. Tim was the last person to watch Stranger Things, like like the absolutely last person. It's on record. But it is. You Google saw, it. You Don't saw a lot it. of <laughs> you saw a lot of cool stuff at Comic Con that you put up on our Instagram page. At, I still at have day's work. I still have more stuff on my phone uh, of, of the day's work thing, or just all around, all around, just all around. Um, like Stranger Things, that's that's my gig, man. That's right now. That's my show. Okay, I still watch the show religiously. How many times have you I, watched it through? I don't want to tell you. Uh, <laughs> more than three. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You just run it on but, repeat. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, the more you watch it, the more things are foreshadowed. Ah, don't get me started on it. There's so probably, much cool stuff. My, my wife and I were pretty late to the party, too, on it. We, we watched it uh, probably uh, February, March, somewhere in there. Like, we were pretty late to it. Just It's so funny with shows like that. Like, there's so much hype behind it. And then when it catches on, and it's like it's Netflix and it's there and you can watch whatever you want. You have to worry about what day it's on, what time it's on. So you're just like, ah, let the hype die down. Talk to a couple people that, you know, that you're friendly with, you know, instead of like internet reviews and really f- like flesh out, like, is this something I want to spend my time on? Uh, especially with, with I, I, my, my TV watching time, I don't know about you, is cut way down since, since my kid. Oh, yeah. So, it's <laughs> you drastically re- down. You really and, want to be certain about a show. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to commit to a show, I want to make sure I'm getting my time's worth. Yeah. But. It was weird because when we were, when I was in L.A., I saw people cosplaying Eleven, and I had no clue who this person was. And like, why are you carrying waffles? I'm hungry. Give me one. Like, oh, I don't understand Stan's, what's happening. Stan's con in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, that was uh, right after it came out too. Then that was, yeah, it that came was... out. Actually, it's funny because it came out on my birthday. So I'm like, well, this has to be a good show. When I found that out, <laughs> and then um, yeah, fast forward to. Uh, Stan Lee's Comic Con, I see all these people cosplaying, you know, the characters. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And I flagged one of them down, and she called me a mouth breather. And I'm uh, like, screw you. <laughs> you know, like, 
<laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> no clue what she was talking about. And I'm like, well, that was rude. And um, I don't know, just time passed. You know, I kind of forgot. And then all of a sudden, it was like, it was all over social media again. Like, people were talking about it again. I guess they had like a resurgence or whatever in a very short lifespan. Because uh, again, it came out in July. And this is now the new year. So this isn't the 2017. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let me watch it. And then that was it. I was hooked after the first 30 seconds. Um, I could do a whole podcast just about my love of Stranger Things. Well, it caught, it caught fire again. I think when like nominations came out for like the Emmys and like Golden Globes and stuff like, like it, like yeah, it was already killed it. Yeah, it was already like like a thing, kind of like almost like a cult phenomenon. And then once it started getting like major award recognition, then like kind of even more of a mainstream audience like caught wind of it, and now it's like the biggest thing ever. So let's talk about it. Did you see the season two trailer? Have you watched that a thousand times? Yes. Um, <laughs> Have you dissected I it? it? <laughs> oh, I dissected it so many times, so many different ways because it was cool because I saw it. I saw, I was at, I waited online for about three hours to get to the Netflix uh, activation that they had outside in the gas light, gas lantern, whatever district in uh, across the street from the convention. Gas lamp. And, Gas lamp, that's yeah. it. This is something. <laughs> gas light, gas nickel, whatever. But so I went through the whole activation, you know, went through the stranger thing, you know, room. It was awesome. It was awesome. Go my go to the Days Work Instagram, you'll see some of the pictures there. But there was some Easter eggs and stuff for season two. And I had no clue. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm, that's different. Hmm, what's that? Hmm, what's this? And then <laughs> were you saying this out loud or were you? Were you oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. The people all around me were like, "This hmm. guy's weird." Why but is this guy everyone... hooping everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. But um, later that day, uh, when I was going back to the hotel, the the trailer hit, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, I couldn't get the sound too well because I was on the I was on the uh, the bus, but I heard what I thought was Vincent Price. And I'm like, that can't be Vincent Price. What I think like, he's dead. This? Yeah, like he's clearly dead. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm like, whatever. So then. You're uh, talking about the laugh at the very end? Well, throughout the whole thing, like Vincent Price is talking and then it gets into the thriller. It gets into oh, that song. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that's right. So, that, so they were using that. I was like, yeah, I don't think. Must they got oh, that. yeah. I just. I don't know what to say. That trailer just. If you're going to make a trailer. And you're not sure what to do in Hollywood. Watch that trailer. Well, the big, it, yeah, it's awesome. The big thing for this season, and, and I've read a lot of, I read a lot of like interviews and stuff that, that the cast and the producers and writers have all done, like leading up to the trailer. Like this second season is going to focus a lot on Will, because I mean mm -hmm. he was he was lost in the upside down for the the entirety of the first season, pretty much. And they're like, oh, if you don't think that affected him, and there's something horribly wrong with him now <laughs> well he's screwed for life yeah and it, it's gonna like it's gonna time jump it's gonna be like a year you know a, a year removed from the end of the the first season and they're mm -hmm. like they're trying to get back to normal obviously but like you saw he had the the thing that came out of his mouth or whatever at the first in the first season like like something is is inside him something is still tethering him to like this other dimension the upside down so i mean he's gonna be the focus I think there's gonna. I think it looks like. I mean, just from the trailer, like it's gonna be a little less eleven to start because like she disappeared. But I mean, 
They can't they can't keep her out of the show for that long. They're like, all right, we'll go about one episode without her, and then <laughs> people. Or maybe she'll out. be in towards the end or something. Like the way they sync that trailer up, you can almost kind of see where it's going to go in the first episode, like how it's going to build up to certain things. But there's just so much that's left unsaid. You know, Hopper's kid. You know, the lion next to the egg that was cracked in the upside down. Like all this stuff. Uh, I mean, fan theories alone and all this stuff, I'm just hoping they do explore some of that because it would help. But I will say there's one thing about the show that bothers me, and it's at, towards the end of the show, and it's you know it's like the very last episode. Why are they still living in that house? If I had any opportunity, I'd be out of that house like before you could blink an eye. I'm selling it. I'm out. I'm moving into an apartment a hotel or something but no they're still hanging out there they're still You're talking about Christmas will's dinner. house will's parents oh yeah, oh, will's yeah, yeah. House. yeah, like, yeah. Uh, get out of that house there's a monster who literally crawled out of your attic and your walls you just uh, patch that up man a little spackle a little drywall <laughs> hey uh okay, call a contractor for that the, one the demogorgon can't get through some fresh spackle and a fresh piece of drywall i'm telling you man mm. a little 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 premium paint on there like let me see the demogorgon get through that i don't think so yeah, yeah. Dude, I use paint and primer, okay? Yeah, oh, if you prime it, no, he's fucked. He can't, he can't get through that. <laughs> he clearly can't through that. <laughs> well, he doesn't have magical powers, Tim, okay? He's a monster from an alternate dimension. He's not a magician. <laughs> What's that stuff you see on TV? It's like the spray seal, and the guy like floats on water. Oh, on yeah, they spray the screen door. Yeah, yeah oh, what is God. that stuff? Demogorgon yeah, can't clearly, get through that. They clearly put that on the wall so he can't get in then, I guess. Wall- wallpaper? Wallpaper he can punch right through. But if you yeah. re- if you really yeah get some of that spray and seal stuff put actually put up a screen door just have a house made of screen doors mm-hmm. rubber it down with that spray on shit I'm not plugging mm-hmm. it because I can't remember the name and we've endorsed enough bullshit on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Demogorgon problem solved now this oh. new thing this new like giant uh, like virus in the sky Cloverfield like, guy yeah like what like that thing looks horrific like the Demogorgon looks so much shittier now. Compared to that thing, you're like, oh, you've got a big mouth with teeth like a flower. You look like something, a Super Mario. Yeah. It's going to spit fireballs at me and you run around, oh, whatever. This thing duka, is... Duka, duka. <laughs> this thing is giant. Yeah, oh, the Demogorgon come come out of a green pipe, whatever. This thing is giant. It's in the sky. It's like got a, like an evil octopus feel to it. Like It looks a thousand times more terrifying than the Demogorgon. Do you agree? Oh, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the trailer... And just, you know, how Will's just kind of like frozen silent. He's the only one who's seeing this, you know, creature, you know. So obviously they're foreshadowing For something. now, like yeah. Yeah, right now. That's the only people can see it. But, I mean, all the stuff that they did at Comic-Con, the activation, the trailers. All, I mean, you know, if you follow any of them online, you know, Instagram and stuff, like those, they're like probably like the coolest kids ever. And they're all best friends. So they're all having a good time, but they're all connected. And it, I think that's what makes the show so cool and so genuine. Uh, is that they're, they're all friends, like they all hang out, you know, on and yeah. off the set. So well, it's it's. I mean, as much as the, the show borrowed from a myriad of eighties, seventies, and eighties movies, I mean, it's very much this generation's Goonies. Oh yeah, just yeah. in terms of like the feel of it, and the, like you said, the kids and the camaraderie, and just like how much it just like it has such a distinct voice and, and, and really it's going to, it's going to be this generation's Goonies and it's so much better because it's a TV show that's going to go on hopefully for multiple seasons. 
rather than just you know a one-off you know classic movie as great as Goonies was you got it and it's like okay they never made a sequel they never did anything more and uh, but now we're gonna have Stranger Things hopefully for you know unless these kids all get drug problems and then you know. <laughs> yeah, well we can always go back to Netflix and they'll they'll keep playing them <laughs> they'll just, or they'll just recast the kids that's it yeah. um, which I hope you know what I'm, it's funny you mention that because I hope they don't do the American Horror Story twist to this where it's like every season it's a different yeah. cast or something like that because that'll make me very upset no, I don't think that that show's got the uh, they, they've signed up for that They're, nobody else is ripping that off anytime soon um, no, I, I just hope you know there's a lot of rumors and stuff that this is the last season of the kids you know these guys all together I hope that's not true because again I'll be sad I don't want to yeah. be sad I haven't heard I, that but I, I hope that's not true as well I'm, I feel invested in this show uh <laughs> So I don't want I don't want to see that happen. Cool. All right, man. So we're gonna wrap up the show now. We don't want to keep these people listening to us ramble on for too long. But uh, so yeah, we had, you had a lot of fun at Comic Con. Uh, got to talk about Stranger Things. Uh, make sure you follow a day's work everywhere in social media. We're lucky enough to have you know at a day's work Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we've got the issue six is on the way. Issues one through five, like Tim said, are up on Comicsology right now. Just search a day's work. Uh, we got a lot of new stuff coming out, which we're going to talk about actually in a future podcast. So stay tuned and listen for that. And for the podcast itself, right now it's on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and follow wherever you listen to it. Do you have it up anywhere else? Uh, not right now, not no. Yet. We'll probably get it up on Stitcher, Google Play soon, stuff like that. But iTunes and SoundCloud are, are pretty prime spots for podcasting. So thank you for listening. And uh, I'm Chris Robinson. This is Tim Walsh. And we'll see you next time on the Day's Work Podcast. <laughs>